Episode 94 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, Elite Sports in Europe and Elite Sports Radio Network coming to you live on a Saturday morning. Yeah, look at us. Putting in the work Saturday morning to bring you the best podcast-related content. Look at us. Don't ever say that we don't do anything for you. The listeners, I've said before, listeners, only group I care about anymore. Not actually, but don't ever say that I don't come through, okay? Because I do. Maybe not as consistent as you would like. Maybe not on on a concrete schedule as far as podcasting is concerned. But I always come through, okay? Regardless of the situation. And today, obviously, weekly preview of the upcoming Giants game. This time, the Giants take on the Carolina Panthers in Week 7. MetLife Stadium, Sunday, the 24th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, listen... I don't like to go through and tell you what the Giants need to do on either side of the ball. Like, I, I, as of late, at least. You know, I, I've always sort of done that, I guess. But I, I haven't been able, I haven't loved to do that as of late because, it, you know, you know what they need to do. You watch this team. If you listen to this podcast every week, you watch this team. That's how it works. Okay? You know what they need to do on each side of the ball. You know they need to rush the passer. You know they need to throw the ball more. You know they need to be more creative on the offensive side of the ball. You know Jason Garrett needs to be more creative with his play calling. I say it every single week. Every week. So I'm not going to do that this time around. I'm not going to be repetitive. But I'll just tell you numerous guys that need to step up. And I wrote about this on EliteSportsNY.com. You can check it out. It's it, The Giants-Panthers preview goes live. With the odds, the what to what to watch, the best bets, and all that, that goes live Sunday morning, six a.m. Tomorrow morning, six a.m. Couple players you need to watch. Okay, number one, Sterling Shepard. Okay, because there's no one else it seems to throw the ball to. Kenny Galladay is not playing. Darius Tony is not playing. Saquon Barkley is not playing. Obviously, Barkley and Tony dealing with ankle ankle injuries, and Galladay dealing with a knee injury. He hasn't played in a couple weeks. Either is Barkley. Tony suffered his last week against the Rams. Uh, Darius Slayton is coming off of a three-game absence, or at least he's expected to, uh, with a hamstring injury. Sterling Shepard's got to step up. He has got to be the guy in this game when it comes to the air attack. I mean, Sterling Shepard has gone, for the majority of this year, has gone up against number two and or three corners on opposing defenses because of Galladay and Tony and whatnot. But now since Galladay and Tony are hurt and Slayton is, you know, lower on the totem pole on the depth chart than Shepard, Shepard's got to step up. He's got to go against number one cornerbacks, okay? And he's got to put forth the effort in order to put... He's got to construct a notable performance. That's what he has to do. He has to do that. And he has to do it against number one corner. It's going to be a challenge because I said he's gone against number two and or three corners for the majority of this season. Now he's going against number one corners. Number one corner on Sunday. Okay, that's what's going to happen. And he's going to have to continue going against number one corners as long as Galladay and Tony are out. Hopefully that isn't much longer after this game. Hopefully it's not any time frame after this game. Hopefully this is the last game either of those two players are out with injuries. 
But regardless, Shepard's got to go up against their top guys on Sunday, the Panthers. Top guys. And he's got to step up. Okay, that's number one. If the Giants, here, I wrote about this too. If the, if the Giants want to have any sort of consistent success on the offensive side of the ball and want to have any consistent success, excuse me, consistent success through the air, Shepard's got to record at least, I would say, like 90 yards through the air. He's got to come close or surpass 100 yards. That's what needs to happen. Because now it's his time to shine. You know, earlier this season, you know, he it wasn't set in stone that he was going to get the opportunities to record a yardage total like that because of the presence of Galladay and Tony. But now since those two are out, he's got all the opportunities in the world. Got to make the most of them. Okay, that's number one. Got to make the most of them. But I expect a big game out of Shepard. He's got to step up. If they want to win this game, if they want to have success on the, on the offensive side of the ball and through the air, he's got to step up. No doubt about it. That's number one. Number two, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tay Crowder can do. Okay, obviously, Tay Crowder is the leader of this defense. Okay, Blake Martinez is done for the year with an ACL tear, which he suffered against the Falcons in Week 3. Tay Crowder's got to, he's got to round this group together. Okay, he's got to he's this group is struggling. This defense, we know this. You've seen it every week. This defense is not what it was in 2020. There are high expectations for this unit coming into this year, and they have not met them at all. Not even close. Not even close. This group's got to step up, and it starts with Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder is the leader of this group, and Tay Crowder's had a good season this far. Okay, he's as I said, he's the leader of this defense now. But this is a big step. If the defense wants to change the narrative this season and change the on-field reputation that it possesses, it's got to start Sunday. It's got to start sooner than later. What better time to do it than now, Sunday? Tay Crowder's got to lead this unit. He's got to round everybody together. And this unit's got to step up in a big way to take pressure off of the offense. Because this defense obviously has not stepped up in recent weeks. Gave up 38 points to the Rams, gave up 37 points to Dallas. Obviously, Dallas scored 44, but there was a pick six. Defense has got to improve, and it's got to start now. And since he's the leader of this unit, Tay Crowder's got to step up on Sunday. That's number two. And number three, finally, is offensive tackle. Matt, the player to watch, player that needs to step up in this game is offensive tackle, left tackle, Matthew Parrott. Listen, Andrew Thomas isn't playing. He's on injured reserve. Going to miss at least the next three games with ankle and foot injuries. It's another big loss for the Giants on the offensive side of the ball. Andrew Thomas has been great thus far in his second season. After a struggle-filled, issue-filled rookie campaign last year. But he's not playing the next three games. That's a huge blow to the Giants offense. Matthew Parrott's got to step up at that left tackle spot. Because if he doesn't, they're stuck with switching Nate Solder over to the left tackle spot, and that's not an ideal situation given Solder's age and his inability to still be a strong, serviceable offensive tackle or left tackle in this league. They had Solder playing left tackle, what, against the Cowboys when Thomas didn't play against the Cowboys? Wasn't pretty from what I remember. Wasn't pretty. Solder is not a left tackle anymore in this league. And they can't put him in the position where he has to play left tackle, which means Matthew Parrott has got to show up and show out on Sunday. 
the success of this offense, especially without guys like Galladay and Tony and Barkley, the success of this offense starts with a clean pocket and Daniel Jones having time to operate. The success of this offense starts with the offensive line, just like any other offense in football does. And it starts with the left tackle spot. Matthew Parrott needs to put together an impressive performance. It's simple as that. And now he's not exactly, he hasn't developed as quickly as I guess the organization was hoping for. You know, we were hoping that he would be a starter second. I mean, entering this season, he was expected to be the starting right tackle with Thomas obviously on the left side. But all of a sudden, you know, with the unofficial depth chart, the initial depth chart gets released. Nate Solder's starting at right tackle. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How bad of a camp did Matthew Parrott have if Nate Solder's starting at right tackle? Parrott has not developed as quickly as we would like. But he has the opportunity to change that narrative this Sunday. He has a great opportunity. I mean, this is a great opportunity. Getting a start at left tackle. Blindside. The offense start the offense's success starts with the success and production of the offensive line. And it starts at the left tackle spot. Matthew Parrott has an enormous opportunity to show that he can be a starting tackle in this league, whether it's the left side or the right. And we're counting on him to make the most of it. Giants fans are counting on him to make the most of it. The Giants themselves are counting on him to make the most of it. Hopefully he gets it done. Am I going to predict the Giants win? Listen, it's tough for me to do that because, you know, there's I, I just don't know. There's so many injuries. I don't know how they're going to fare against Carolina. Carolina is another weird team, too. Started off 3-0. Now they're 3-3. and They're hungry for a win. Giants are also hungry for a win, considering they're 1-5. and and haven't won since week four. So I, I can't say whether the Giants are going to win or not. I, I just can't because I, I don't know how they're going to fare with all these injuries. I don't know how the offense is going to look without Galladay and Tony and Barkley. It's not expected to look, and, and Andrew Thomas. It's not expected to look great. But who knows? I can't predict the Giants. I, I can't, I, I don't know what to predict. If I, if, I, if you got to go with my gut, I would say they lose this game just because, you know, they haven't played well at all. The defense has been bad. The offensive line has been inconsistent. It's been better than we expected, but it's been still been inconsistent. They're dealing with numerous injuries. And, you know, Daniel Jones will have a game like the game he had against New Orleans, where he threw for over 400 yards. And then he'll have a game like the game he had against the Rams last week, where he throws three interceptions. You never know. Okay. But, obviously, we hope they pull off the win. Because maybe that could jumpstart something. Maybe they put together, they start winning some games. You know, they have a tough, tough as hell schedule coming up with Kansas City and Vegas and Tampa Bay. Um, Eagles, obviously, are never an easy win for the Giants, regardless of how good or bad the Eagles are. But, you know, maybe this Sunday jump starts some momentum. Okay, that's what we're hoping for. But if I had to go with my gut, I say the Giants don't pull this, pull off this win. It's just, I go with my gut. And why should, why should they, why should I think that they're, you know, if I, if I'm going to have to make a gut, if I have a gut feeling, why, like, should I go with them winning this game? You know, they haven't played well in recent weeks and they're dealing with a lot of injuries. But then again, I don't know how they're going to fare without these weapons and without Andrew Thomas. I just don't. I don't know how the offense is going to look. I don't know how Parrott is going to play. I don't know how Shepard's going to play or Jones or Slayton or Devontae Booker. I don't know. So it's tough for me to predict. But if I had to go with my gut, I would say they lose. But 
let's hope I'm wrong. But without further ado, thank you so much for tuning into episode 94 of the Wider Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. It's at Ryan Honey ESNY. I listen to and subscribe to the Wider Eye Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, IRT Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, all right, I'm out of here.